Hello and welcome to our weekly podcast of BNP Paribas Wealth Management. I'm Guillermo, Chief Investment Advisor. Today, we will talk about the U.S. debt ceiling. Now, what is it? And why does it generate some stress in the market? And are there opportunities today? In this environment now, it's useful to make a step back and, and, and talk about the debt ceiling, historically speaking. Now, the debt ceiling has been introduced um, 1917. It is a fixed amount in dollars and it is roughly around $31 trillion. When this sum is reached, the treasury can no longer borrow in the market. And the treasury then has to rely on its own resources. The debt ceiling in this environment was reached already in um, January. Since then, the treasury secretary, Mrs. Yellen, has been pleading the Congress to raise or suspend the debt ceiling. Otherwise, the US will default, which is, of course, still a very low probability. But as we are getting quite close to this possible uh, default, and it is estimated around the 1st of June, it is, of course, important to discuss this issue. To answer the questions, I'm today with uh, Edouard Debonnet, Senior Investment Strategist at BNP Paribas Wealth Management. Welcome, Edouard. Hello, everyone. Edouard, time is running because we spoke about the 1st of June as a critical date. It's only a few days away. So what is the environment? Yeah. Uh, however, we should know that the date is not for sure, not for sure at all. I mean, it's simply impossible to know it uh, accurately because it depends on, uh, on many things, um, especially the current account of the Treasury, which in turn depends on the daily fluctuations of tax revenues, expenses, borrowings, and all of that depends on, on the economic situation as well. You see, if uh, the economic growth is actually above expectations, then there will be an increase in tax revenues and this will delay the date of defaults. On the opposite, if economic growth slows, slows down, uh, then there will be a decrease in tax revenues and the default date will be in fact closer than we think. But in any case, yeah, most forecasters believe that the date of default, the X date, so the date when the US will run out of money and default is somewhere between June and July. Okay, so it's quite clear that uh, we need uh, a decision uh, in the coming weeks. Um, now, are there any progress in the current negotiations? Well, the, the discussions seem quite difficult. You know, both parties, Democrats and Republicans, are always very divided on, on the subject. So for Democrats, raising the debt ceiling should not be a negotiation. It should be an obligation for the country. But for Republicans, raising the, the debt ceiling must be accompanied uh, by a significant reduction in spending. So this puts President Biden's clean energy program at risk. Republicans do not want some of the president's proposals, such as the student debt cancellation or new tax in incentives for renewable energies. 
So both sides were rather optimistic about finding a compromise at the end of last week. The following day, the discussions were suddenly stopped by the Republicans. Then they resumed the day after. Anyway, I mean, Democrats and Republicans have no choice. They have to find a compromise. Neither want to be held responsible for a default or a government shutdown, especially when the presidential election and the congressional elections are so closed. It's, it's in November 2024. And uh, according to the latest news, President Biden would be prepared to accept a reduction in spending in order to find a compromise. Okay, so but let us imagine that the discussions uh, storm. So we, we hear sometimes about alternative solutions to delay the deadline. Can you elaborate and, and how realistic is that? Yeah, there are indeed some uh, several solutions actually that exist, uh, but they are not really realistic in, in a sense that they exploit some legal loopholes. So they will inevitably be challenged in court. So, for example, uh, it is said that President Biden could invoke the 14th Amendment, uh, which states that the validity of the U.S. public debt shall not be called into question. Then some argue that the threat of the default would call into question the validity of the U.S. debt, and therefore the possibility for the president to, buy by, to bypass Congress and allow some uh, new debt issuance. We'll see. But in any case, uh, such a decision will trigger a constitutional crisis. The Supreme Court will be involved and that will create some financial instability on markets. Okay, so th there is no preferred solution at this stage. Um, let us now turn to the, the markets and, and the, the consequences uh, in financial markets. I think The, the, the biggest price moves um, have been seen in the so-called credit default swap markets, the CDS or a market for where you can where investors can buy a protection against the default risk uh, specifically for a bond. Um, now we, on, we, we also had some price movements or relatively big price movements in short-term US government bonds, so-called T-bills. Um, also, the dollar has, has seen some fluctuations. Other markets were much less um, under stress, uh, typically uh, equity markets. So uh, what can you say about these uh, movements, Edouard? Indeed, yeah. uh, equity markets uh, did not collapse and gold uh, did not soar. So market participants do not really believe that a default is possible. And you know, This is not the first time that the debt ceiling has been reached. It has happened almost a hundred times in the last hundred years. It has often led to difficult negotiations in Congress, but it has always resulted in a solution and sometimes at the very last minute. So that explains why the equity did not collapse and why there is no rush to save even assets like gold. Uh, but indeed, yeah, we do know that CDS prices have soared, which is normal as some investors want to buy protection against a credit event, even if the likelihood of this happening is very low. Yeah, precisely on those CDS, I mean, um, we have seen uh, the, the prices uh, move quite a bit. Um, 
is it necessarily the case that these price movements imply a higher risk of default? Well, actually, no. Uh, in fact, the, the price of the CDS is different than the probability of default. So the price of the CDS is a price to hedge against a default of a bond. Today, the price is about 150 basis points for a one-year CDS. It was only 80 basis points in the previous major debt ceiling crisis in 2011. So yes, it, it is much higher than in the past. It now costs about 15,000 euros to insure a US government bond of $1 million, while it was only 8,000 euros in 2011. But that said, this not, does not mean that the probability of default derived from market prices is higher now than it was in 2011, because there is another parameter to take into account, and it's the price of bonds. So even if the current level of CDS is very high today, the probability of, the, of default is not. The probability of default today is about 3.8%, and it was actually almost doubled in 2011. Okay, um, let's maybe get back uh, to the bond market for a minute. I mean, we, we have a specific issue uh, about uh, the bonds that, uh, and, and specifically uh, around with the maturity around 1st of June, no? Indeed, yes. Um, T-bills that mature just before 1st of June have an uh, annual yield, annualized yield of, of just uh, below 3.5% while other T-bills that mature only a few days later have a yield of over 5.5%. So this shows that investors have rushed on T-bills that mature just before the 1st of June, and money market funds manager did that as well, since they do not want to take any risk, even if it's really, really small. And uh, you see T-bills maturing in June are obviously more at risk of late payment, or, or even a default in an extreme case. And therefore, those T-bills maturing in June actually offer a higher yield, which is uh, above 5.5%. And if you look at maturities beyond, then the yield fall a bit to 5, 5.1, 5.2%. So we do believe that uh, there are some uh, opportunities there on T-bills that mature in June, if you think like us, that the US will not default. Okay, now imagine there is a deal and the Congress can raise the debt ceiling. What, what will happen next then? Well, then the, the Treasury will have to replenish its current account. You know, it only has $70 billion left in its account. And we know that the Secretary of, of Treasury would like to have about $600 billion. So we can, we can expect a massive wave of issuance of T-bills, probably more than $500 billion and probably at around the fourth quarter. And concretely, it will result in a, in a reduction in liquidity for financial markets and all things being equal, uh, some upward pressure on money market rates. Okay, thanks a lot, Edouard, for all these answers. Thanks a lot to the audience listening to this podcast. Don't hesitate to like, share, and subscribe to our channel on all streaming platforms. 
including Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict, and Spotify. Thank you and goodbye.